What are you nerding out on? That's the question I'm asking and focusing on these days. You never know what you're going to get on each episode. It's all about what we're nerding out on. The less I know about other people's affairs, the happier I am. I'm not interested in caring about people. I once worked with a guy for three years and never learned his name. Best friend I ever had. We still never talk sometimes. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Well, this is a blast from the past. I reconnected with a friend who I met back in the Aero Squad days. TV Talk Aero, actually. We met in person at Dragon Con, hosted a podcast together, hung out, game together, all kinds of stuff, but lost touch. And here we are again, many years later. I think it's actually been five or six years since he's last been on the show. So, of course, I'm going to ask him what he's nerding out on, and we're going to see where this conversation goes. Nothing like a surprise for all of us to end the week right, as always. So let's hit record, see what happens, and let's rock it. Happy October. It is The Real Brian Show. I am The Real Brian. Oh my gosh. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate you being here. I'm glad you're here, really. Glad you're going to end your week right. And because you're here, you helped me to end my week right, which is so true and it's amazing. And wow, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I'm excited. Like I said, I'm, I'm welcoming back a friend here who was on the show many, many years back. Some of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, I totally remember. It's going to be a fun conversation. And if we have time... I want to talk about some gaming stuff that, I, oh my gosh, a new game that I tried. Oh, yeah, some TV shows and movies and new music. I don't know if we're going to have time, but I'm so excited. But before that, you know what day it is. Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Yes, yes. Come on, you know this gets you excited. It has to. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> Friday. Oh my gosh, I just love that. All right, so... uh Man, are you ready? Are you ready to jump in and talk to my friend here? Because we want to hear what he's nerding out on. We want to hear what's going on with him. I want to know what you're nerding out on, by the way. Before I talk to this guy, I want to ask you, what are you nerding out on right now? Contact me, trb at realbryanshow.com. That's my email. You can contact me there. You can go to realbryanshow.com. There's a contact form if you want to contact. You remember the speak pipe? Some of you did that a long time ago where you can actually get on and record a voice message. You can do that if you want. So send me a voice message. I just want to hear from you. What are you nerding out on right now? If you, oh, here's something. If you send me a voice message and you're okay with me playing it on the show, maybe I'll just play that and uh, give you like a personalized response on the show. Hmm, Yeah, let's do this. All right, let's get into this conversation right now. Welcome back. The Flesh. Yes. You know, we're not allowed to play music on the show, but oh, well. Oh, well. That's, that's your the, I intro. I mean, that's the greatest intro. Yeah. Oh, it really is. And I, I said this in the intro that it's been five or six years since you've been on the show and I was listening and I think one of your episodes popped up and I still, to this day, yeah, you have one of the best intros out there. The only other one that was kind of like really close to yours was for Lord Thunder when we played Thunderstruck. Oh, It's yeah, a really yeah. good intro too, but Flash is just, oh. Savior of the universe, welcome. 
I, I do have an, another pseudo name too. I also go by Cyber Ren these days. So that's right. Last for Cyber Ren. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I, I knew Cyber Tiger. What's the Ren from? Well, Cyber Ren is my Star Wars. Pseudonym. Ah, okay. So like Sabine. Ah, see, you nailed it. Cause yeah. Sabine, my, my backstory is that I'm her long lost brother. Nobody knows about. Inch. Oh, I didn't know this story. Uh huh. Okay. Well, you know, cause we create, characters for our podcast right so for my star wars podcast i had to create a character and you got to have a backstory for it yeah so there you go yeah so <laughs> i was a very very huge fan of star wars rebels when it came out and you remember greg mm. he was one of the writers for star wars rebels season one in addition to dave filoni oh. and okay then of course he he went off to other things but he did a bunch of stuff he did gargoyles he did uh was it teen titans or um Young Titans, right? Isn't that what it was called? Young Young Titans, I want to say. There's a few iterations of Titans. Yeah, it it was really really good stuff. I'm actually pulling this up because now I'm I'm like frustrated that I can't remember all these things because it's, it's been <laughs> so long. Yeah, Young Justice. There we go. Young Justice. Oh, Young Justice, fantastic yeah, show. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. He is one of the yeah. main creators of that particular iteration. Uh, one of the writers and everything like that. And he was one of the writers in season one of Star Wars Rebels. And so that's how I found out about it. I was very excited about it. And like I said, he went off to to finish Young Justice. But, you know, watching Rebels, loved the entire series. It was absolutely phenomenal. Greg Wiseman. <laughs> ah, That's his name. So that's how we got all started in Rebels. And then was like, man, are they ever going to do something with this? And then they hinted at making it part of the canon of Star Wars and live action. And then it kind of came, but not really. Here we are with Ahsoka. Oh my gosh. And it's essentially Rebel season five. That's oh, what you're yeah. saying. So good. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's amazing to me though? Is there are a lot of haters out there. And I don't know why. Like, how do you hate this show? There's nothing to hate about it. You know what I think the haters are? The haters are the people that did not watch Rebels or Clone Wars. I think that's the differentiating factor. So not so I hear Star a lot Wars of fans. people. Yeah. Because <laughs> I hear people complaining that. You know, oh, who is this Ahsoka? Why do I need to care about her? And yeah. why, since when does Anakin have a Padawan? And all it's it's people that never watch the cartoon. That's why they don't know. And That's I think bad. that this show, it's the only place that the show is failing is the lesser fans that don't watch everything. Yeah. I mean, originally the Clone Wars was definitely geared towards a younger generation. But when you actually get into the storyline, you realize that most kids aren't going to understand the depth behind this. And there was it the- It was, Yeah. It was like the pilot. It wasn't even a pilot. Well, I guess it was. I guess it was intended to be like the pilot episode for the Clone Wars TV show, but it was a movie. And that was the where Anakin. Episode, yep. Yeah, that's where Anakin got his his Padawan. Yeah. It's very it, it, interesting. You're right. it, did, it did start off as a as geared towards a younger generation, but as the seasons went on, they realized the popularity of the show and that it did mature as it went on. It got to yeah. become, because kids were growing up with it, but sure. it became a much more adult-oriented storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same with the rebels too. I feel like season one of rebels was a little campy and cheesy, still really good, but then it definitely kind of matured as it went on. Yeah. Well, yeah, once it finds its footing and they understand the characters and what they're trying to tell yeah. with stories, it's yeah, definitely. And Sabine Wren was definitely one of my favorite characters of the show. So I always really loved her backstory and you know, she's an actual yeah. Mandalorian and Mandalore and all. I was just like, Oh, this is great. Anyway, exactly. good times, man. Good times. Well, um, <laughs> let's see this week. I want to say this week is the final episode of Ahsoka. So I'm a bit behind. I just finished episode five. I have to, I'm, I'm taking my time through it. Um, okay. but I'll be caught up pretty soon. And then I want to talk about it next week. Captain influence is going to be on the show and he's, he's saying this is probably some of the best star Wars he's ever seen. So we're it probably is. going to nerd out on it next week, which is exciting, but yeah. And I'm glad, and you're doing a podcast on it. 
Yep. Yep. Where is it? Uh, the Mandalore podcast. We cover yep. all the shows on Disney Plus. So. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So, so, are you a fan of The Mandalorian? Of course, man. I mean, that's what okay. started it all. Well, I know. I, I was just I, curious. Yeah. <laughs> well, when that show first started coming out, I'm like, you know, I got to start a new show. I want to do the Star Wars show. Yeah. I want to get a buddy online with me and just nerd out about Star Wars every week. Yeah. And Mandalorian kicked that off. So that's good. There were yeah. obviously some phenomenal episodes of the Mandalorian. And then I felt there were some that just kind of missed the mark. And I was surprised that and this is me talking like it's my opinion. I know not everybody agrees with it, but I was surprised that for a six, what six episode seasons, right? Isn't that what it is? Six or seven eight. or eight, eight. Okay. Eight. Yeah. I just felt like they didn't have time for fluff or kind of exposition. They needed to kind of get to the point, you know? And so yeah. there were times where I would watch an episode and go, we didn't need that at all. And that was weird. Even though it was, it was star Wars and it was fun. It just, they could have done a better job. And that's where I think Andor personally, Andor knocked it out of the park and Ahsoka is knocking it out of the park. And I feel like that's Dave Filoni for you. I don't know who did Andor. I can't remember the, the main uh, showrunner. Behind a lot him. of the people that were involved with rogue one, I think are involved. That's with right. Andor, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That was an amazing, amazing show too. It's so good. Anyway, I'm just loving the Star Wars right now. Now, are, yeah. I know you're a gamer, but have you played any of the Jedi Fallen Order games? You know, I just bought the first one oh. because of all of the hype that's going up. So I just bought the first one knowing the second one just came out. Yep. So I only just got into it. Okay, so, good. Uh, yeah. The first game is, is spectacular. The story yeah. is amazing. And yeah. there are rumors where they're going to bring in Cal Kestis as part of the can- the canon too. I'm not sure if it's going to actually happen. I hope it does, but I'm not sure. But That's part of the rumors. <laughs> the second one I heard was really glitchy and I haven't gotten it yet. And it's also $70. And I thought, yeah, no, I'm going to wait. <laughs> not quite yet. I don't want to, what I want to do is upgrade to it. Cause I still have a PlayStation three. So I want to upgrade to the PlayStation five so I can play it on my big home theater screen. Oh, then nice. that'll be worth it. <laughs> See, and I'm waiting on PC and I think the port from PlayStation to PC is the issue. Just like with the last of us, uh, the port was a big mess and just got fixed. And I've mentioned that I've been playing through the last of us part one on PC and oh my gosh, dude, uh, it, it's been working perfectly for me. And I made it to Colorado you know, they go to Wyoming and then they go down to Colorado to the University of Eastern Colorado, which was hilarious because in the show, right. it says like Northern, it says Fort Collins and Boulder or something like that. And I'm thinking like, Hey, you know, this is my stomping grounds. University <laughs> of Eastern Colorado, of course, is a fictional university, but it was based off of Colorado state university, which is where I went for to college, which is awesome. And, cool. but it's based in Boulder, the University of Eastern Colorado, which is actually ironic too, because Boulder's not Eastern Colorado. So I don't really understand what they're doing in the game, but whatever. It's been awesome. I'm just loving the game. <laughs> so speaking of The Last of Us, in the time that we've been apart, you might not know this. I was actually in one of the TV episodes. Wait, what? Yeah, I was. I had a no small, a small acting role. Yeah, I was like a featured extra. Dude, how did I miss that? <laughs> Well, because if you don't know I'm going to be in it, you wouldn't you wouldn't have known to look for me. But you know the episode where um, they're on horseback and they yeah. arrive to the town where he first finally meets his brother in Wyoming. Yeah. yeah, you know the 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 scene where they first get to the town and there's that huge log gate and the gate swings open and they enter the town. Yep. When they first go through the gate, there's two guys on the left side that are cutting wood, like sawing a big log. I'm I'm one of those guys I'm oh right gosh. there on the side. So I just totally didn't see that because I, I feel like I would have been like, wait a minute. I know that person. 
Dude, what, I gotta yeah, go watch it now. I mean, I'm wearing a hat. It's wintertime. It was minus 30 Celsius up here, which is, I don't oh know, gosh. minus 15 Fahrenheit or whatever. So, so it was um, filmed up in Calgary or near? Uh, just, just outside of Calgary, yeah, a small town really? called Canmore. So did you get to hang out with um, everybody, all the actors and stuff? Or were you kind of like... They kept us separate, but on while on set, if the actors came over to talk to you, they did. And I did yeah. get to have a little moment with Pedro Pascal nice. and with the girl who played Ellie and also Ellie. his brother. Um, oh, good. And now the, the actors slipped in my mind, but he actually was, I was watching them film. Once my scene was done, I was standing on the sidelines watching them film the next part. And yeah. his brother walks up right beside me and he's just sitting there. I'm like, oh. Hey, awesome. Hey, this is, this is pretty fun to watch. Yes. It's fun to watch. And we just, we just hung out for 10 minutes watching the next scene together. Oh, that's so So. cool. So how (laughs) was Bella in person? She's super sweet. Yeah. She's not like the character at all. The character, you know, she's a little bit sassy, a little bit annoying. Oh, she's she's rough in the show. Yeah. I mean, and I love, don't get me wrong. I, I love Ellie, the character. I think the video game version of Ellie is far better than the TV show version. Yeah. And I feel like they probably shouldn't have changed her because what they had in the game was perfect. So why would you change it? I don't know, but whatever. But I love right. Bella Ramsey. She was, um, man, she was in, well, the first time I saw her personally was the worst witch. And then she went off to the oh, okay. to Game of Thrones and game so on. But I think the worst, writ, the, the worst rich, rich, she was a rich witch. The worst witch was like, um, I think one, one of her biggest roles, her, her first big role anyway. And okay. it was a, it's a dumb, hilariously awesome kids version of Harry Potter for girls. It's, <laughs> it's good though. I mean, if you're into Harry Potter stuff and you want like a total kids show, it's, it's really good, actually, surprisingly good. Okay. But then when she went off to Game of Thrones, some other actor took over her role and they did like a transfiguration spell and that's why she doesn't look the same anymore. And I was like, dang it, but I liked Bella. (laughs) Well, there's the magic writing for a transfiguration uh, spell. (laughs) Yeah, it was good. All right. So I got to find this. This would have been, uh, is it when we are in need? Is that the episode? Episode uh, eight? Uh, Oh no, it's Ken. I'm sorry. I will send it to you. I have it completely recorded. I I put a little, a little clip on our Facebook page, so I'll find it and I'll send you a link to it. Okay. I'm pretty sure actually it's, um, it's probably Ken. We'll find out, but I'm going to go look it up now. I'm, I'm just so excited to see, (laughs) I'm going to see you in the show, dude. (laughs) You know, I, I loved the last of us. The TV show was, it was so good. I still like the game better, but the show was really good and I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah, whenever they get to filming that. I, I was hoping they were going to film it in the same area so that I could get in on season two since I already have a foot in the door, but it's being filmed over in Vancouver now. So uh, a little little ways away. It's about a 10-hour drive away. So so you didn't get to be a zombie or or you know get eaten by a clicker or anything like that, which is... No, not, none of that fun stuff. That's probably, no, that's probably good. <laughs> You'd have nightmares. Yeah. I feel like maybe it's like, I know it's like the woman that played, uh, I don't, I don't remember the character's name, but in, in uh, psycho, the movie psycho from 1960. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, The actress, you know, the whole shower scene where she gets stabbed to death and all that. She had nightmares about taking showers and could not take showers for, I don't know if it was the rest of her life, but it was a very significant amount of time that she had to take baths only and couldn't do showers. Cause she was just absolutely tra- uh, traumatized by that. So, I mean, I feel like even in an acting scenario, you really get into the role so much. I wonder if it does mess you up. I mean, it clearly does. Didn't that happen I, with Heath Ledger? Some actors, some actors struggle getting out of it when they dive that deep into their role or into the world that they're in it. Some of them have a little hard time getting out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. That's why so I just sent man. you the link on Facebook messenger. You can check that out. Whenever. Awesome. 
That's so cool. All right. I, I'm pretty well here. I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty this way. We can tell everybody which episode to go check it out. Episode six, six. That's there you right. go. Episode six. So there you go. If you want to go check out episode six of the last of us, you can see the flash <laughs> cyber Ren <laughs> song the heck out of a log. Yeah. Go man. Just go. Why aren't you using a chainsaw? They don't have any gas, man. That's why. Exactly. Oh, good times. Well, that's, uh, isn't that funny? To, like it just randomly talked about the last of us and I had no idea you were in the show. So, Oh, and it, I mean, it was so cool because the, the last of us was, they, they were rumored to spend upwards of 10 million per episode. Oh my gosh. So just to see the production value of how a show that, that is costing that much, how it's made. Yeah. It was just, it was so interesting just to see all the cameras and the, the big trucks that are rolling them around on and, and the cast and the crew and everybody scrambling to get things set up and, and how many takes it takes. Like they did, yeah. they did about 10 practice takes with the stand-ins before they even brought Pedro. And then when Pedro and Bella came out, they did about six takes with them to, mm. before we even got the shot. So, you know, so I was there all day for, I was there for three days filming the same scene over wow. and over and over. But, you know, it's, it was Pretty interesting. I would I would do it again in a heartbeat. For sure. See, and that's the thing that we forget about TV shows and movies is just the amount of takes that go into it and then the edits and everything else. And it's mm. just not, I wish we knew more about what goes into TV shows and stuff because it's easy for us to criticize them sometimes. But the reality mm. is the amount of work, talent, effort, et cetera, et cetera, that goes into this. It's like we kind of almost have to applaud their efforts, even if it falls short. Yeah, that is true. What I like about the, the take that made it into the show, there, there's one take where Pedro actually looks right at me. Yeah. And he does interact with me, but the interaction didn't, the camera angle changes, so you don't see the interaction. But if you watch closely in the in the take, you can see him looking right at me as I'm cutting the log. And we, we had a little moment there. And oh, nice. So it's pretty cool that that's the one that made it because every other take, he looked somewhere else yeah. during that, that spot. So it's oh, pretty that's cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. That's neat. You know, Pedro yeah. did a really good job with with Joel, by the way the the character I yeah i was yeah. i was really impressed just going i mean at first i'm watching the show and going okay whatever this is just kind of it, it's similar to the mandalorian very quiet introverted you know kind of gruff but then when i play through the game i'm like yeah he was spot on the character in the game is exactly like what pedro did so very very huge hats off to him on that one yeah no he did good. hogwarts sure. legacy have you heard of that game Oh, yeah. I, I have looked into it. I was thinking, do I get it? Do I get it for me and, and Lisa's daughter to play on the big screen? Because it looks like Dude. so much fun. Is it? Yes. So oh. I bought it during a big summer sale and I was like, I'm going to wait until yeah. October because for me, October's like Harry Potter time, you know? Yes. So I waited and waited and waited and I finally created my character <laughs> the other night and I started playing it and I was, the the prologue is so good. And then you get into you know, okay, now you're at Hogwarts and, uh, you know, you, you start off like waking up in whatever. And by the way, you can choose, I, I think you can choose. No, I know what you mean. Whether it's Gryffindor yeah, or, yeah. or Slytherin and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You get, so, to, you get to choose. You don't have to go through the hat. Well, you do get to go through the hat, but you do get to influence it. And, you know, of course, uh. interestingly, my choices actually lined up with Gryffindor. So it was fine. Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure you can choose the other ones because I've heard you can go evil in this game. So you can become a Slytherin student. You can go all out, you know, and go like Tom Riddle on everybody if you really want. I didn't choose to go that way, but I'm thinking about creating a second character just to see if I can. But first of all, I mean, it's it's great. So you w- you wake up in, in the, the dorm and then you go to the common room and, you know, you got to go to class and all that. So, I mean, this very, but you do start off in a prologue. And it's really good. It's very action oriented. You're playing slash watching another Harry Potter movie, essentially. 
and you do get to do some fighting, but it's not all fighting. There's a lot of exploration and other things. So it's really neat. Yeah. It's, I mean, granted, I'm not very far into it, but what I have played blown away and just being able to walk through Hogwarts on my yes. own and explore it is so cool. Oh, I can imagine. Oh now, is it, is it only single player or is there other players yeah. in the game wandering around? No, it's single player, which okay. I'm bummed by, but I get it because it makes it more of an immersive storyline. Yeah. But I feel like yeah. if they could have done something where they at least made it, you know, two player co-op where one of you chooses one and the other chooses and you actually are both part of the story, kind of like a Ron and Harry story. I think that would have been really cool. That would have been great. Because yeah. then you could play with somebody and enjoy the story together. That would have been great. Exactly. And that's what I yeah. wish, but I was like, this I just can't pass the game up though. So it's phenomenal so far. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I can't wait to get more into cool. it. But yeah, if anyone's been kind of, and somebody told me too, it was, they're like, well, it's more towards like a kid's game. And as I'm playing it, I'm like, not really. So, so when you create your character, do you get to create your look and your and your name and all that stuff too? Is it yep. a good? It's not like the full on complete customization, but you can do a decent amount of customization to your character and you can choose, you know, uh, male or female. Obviously that's going to determine some of the storyline as well. And then, yeah, apparently you can choose good or evil, which determines some stuff. And yep, you can choose your own name and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'd love to check it out. I think it takes place in the 1900s-ish. It's definitely before the events of Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Yeah. So something, and, and before the events, if I'm correct, it is even before Dumbledore. Let's see. I'm trying. Okay. So there's a Weasley ancestor. There's a black who's actually... One of the black ancestors is the headmaster, which I was, oh, wow. yeah. So I'm like, and I didn't know the black name. I wonder if it's, I can't remember if, um, if Sirius mentions him, you know, when they're doing the little family tree thing. Uh, I don't remember if he mentions, I have to go back and look now to see if this particular black was mentioned, but I'm not sure it's worth it anyway. I, and, and here's the thing. Even if you're not a gamer, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you got to get this. It's so cool. Well, cause you're, you're getting to live out your fantasy of <laughs> yeah. I get to go to the school. Seriously. Like, come on. Yeah, man. We've been talking offline. You mentioned, you know, playing on your big screen and your, your, hmm. what do you, what do you call it? Is it, is it your man cave? Is it your basement? Is it, what, what do you call it? A cyber cave? Well, it, it's all of the above. It is the basement. It is a home theater. It is my area. I mean, I, I spend more time down here than anybody else, but yeah, when we all watch movies or TV shows together, we we're all in the home theater together. Yeah. So what's the size screen you have? It is 10 feet wide and six feet tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that is the that is so awesome that's the only it's, way it's, to do a tv that's the only way i mean it's, it's bigger than me but it's, it's been my dream my, my whole life because i love movies and tvs is i need to build myself an actual home theater not by the biggest you know led tv you can get i think they go up to 85 inches nowadays no i want it bigger it, that's not nice. big enough so so it takes up the entire wall uh, on one end of the basement great when we were in college we were able to borrow a projector and we got a screen and it was a 10 by, uh, well, it was a 10 foot wide. Wait a minute. Was it a 10 foot wide? It might've been a 10 foot tall. I think it was an eight. I'm sorry. It was an eight by 10. I think I want to say that. But anyway, regardless of the movie we were watching, it was life size. So like you walk up towards the screen and, yep. and the people are the same height as you. And I was just like, this is crazy. We only got exactly. to do it for one, one game night, men's night, but it was awesome. <laughs> that's cool well, it's fun uh, Lisa likes to play Mario Kart on there and that's oh, hilarious because yeah. your your carts are gigantic <laughs> yeah so your yeah. studio's down in the basement too right 
It is. Yeah. It's, it's nice. actually just off of the theater. So dude, so you, yeah, you just get to just live there. This is, this is my hideaway. Yeah, mm. for sure. When, when the girls want to be noisy upstairs doing their own thing, I come down here. It's great. Nice. <laughs> so do you have like a popcorn maker and like candy jars and, you know, a refrigerator for all your fun <laughs> drinks and stuff? I mean, is it that far? There's a mini fridge and a popcorn maker. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, I wish we lived a little closer. <laughs> yeah, then you come come hang out for sure. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Oh, that's cool. And I did try, I did throw Guild Wars up on it. I, I oh, grabbed nice. the laptop and I plugged it in the home theater and I threw Guild Wars up on the big screen. Cool. That's pretty fun to play on. Not that big of a screen. That's yeah, pretty crazy. So I heard that Guild Wars 2 had a new expansion that just came out. I want to say within the last couple of weeks. It did, yes. I'm still an expansion behind. We were playing it pretty religiously and then just stopped. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yep. Johnny Pistol Shot plays with 7 Blue 7, by the way. Those two started playing and then they went ahead. I bought the, this was two expansions ago. I bought it. It was ready to play. They went ahead and I'm like, well, I'll wait. And then we haven't gotten to it yet, but we still will. <laughs> it's a good game. Hey, I'm, I'm behind too. I haven't played, I've bought all the expansions. I haven't played any of them. So yeah, <laughs> like, like you, I kind of stopped Guilders. I started playing Conan Exiles and that's been uh, my go-to if I ever have gaming time is Conan Exiles. So nice. Yeah. That's cool. I want to come and experience your man. Well, I'm just going to call it the cyber cave. It just sounds cooler. Cyber cave. I like yeah. that. Name. One good. of these days, but in the One meantime, I just get to live vicariously through the gloriousness that it is. We don't have room for that here because, well, you know, with as big as the studio is, I suppose I could put up like a, I don't know, like a thousand by thousand foot screen. I could do that. Right. But we Jesus, just haven't gotten there good. yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, thousand it's, you know, by thousand. it's a decent size. <laughs> we so yeah, cool. well, you, you have a new studio. I mean, I, I checked out some of your videos on your YouTube channel there. You do have a new yeah. studio with nice background and everything. It looks way different from when I last saw you online video wise. So yeah. it looks pretty cool. Okay, now we're getting into the, the the fantasy of it. This this is no longer a true statement here, but it's just a different wall. And, you know, I did some different decorations and stuff. And I, one of the things that I wanted to do, and of course, we're not really doing video right this second, but I wanted to have where I could switch around some of Brian C. Roll's artwork and just have some variety and other things like that. And yeah, it's looking right. pretty good, but I'm I'm excited. And I'm actually, I've been talking about this for the last few weeks about the the creation of the, well, I wouldn't say creation, but there's been a lot of modification and moving around of everything in the studio in order to be able to do the music. And right. I had, I'm on the third, I want to say third or fourth iteration of rearranging the studio to make it work because the first few have not. It just, for whatever reason, I'm like, hey, this isn't working. This isn't working. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. This is frustrating. And I'm watching other people that are, you know, doing music. In fact, it was so funny. I was, I was, I'm learning Ableton and the person that was doing this is not, I think her laptop was kind of a, she's using a Mac, but it was like a pretty older MacBook. And that program, which doesn't require an excessive amount of, of resources from the computer was like totally taxing her computer. And she's like, Oh my gosh, look at what it's doing. And I'm going, so she's showing you how to like use less resources, but that affects your music and the recording. So that was very interesting to me, but yeah, it's been interesting. I'm, I'm in the process over the next couple of days to move the keyboard actually on top of the desk for the studio here that I'm using. And then I got a little clamp on, drawer you know those little uh under under desk drawers for your keyboard and mouse yep. i yep. just got a little clamp on which is cool and it works great i'm gonna do that and then i got an arm i actually saw uh, tom buck he's a guy that i watch on youtube does a lot of of great stuff for sound and other things 
I got an arm that he got for the Rodecaster because the Rodecaster Pro 2, which is what I use for the mixer, actually has a vase mount, which is what you mount monitors, that same mount. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yep. I didn't know that. And so I was like, oh my gosh, so I'm going to mount it on an arm because then I can have it up and over the keyboard, the actual 88 key keyboard, so then <laughs> I could still access it. <laughs> Otherwise, I was going to be able to do that. It's crazy. I'm just like, this is, this is ridiculous, but that's the price you pay for getting music out for everybody. Yeah. But that, that's also, that's your space. That's your hobby. So you want to, you're going to keep tweaking it until you get it just right. Yeah. Well, and, and functional too, because if there's one thing that I learned about doing video, I did this with podcasting long time ago. When I went into video, I kept saying to, I kept saying to Sarah, I was like, there's gotta be a low barrier to entry. If it takes me 45 minutes to set the video up, I'm not going to do video. If I can literally just turn everything on really quick and go for it, and it takes a couple of minutes, I'm going to do video. It's the same kind of thing with, with recording. If you've got an inspiration for a song and you have to physically move stuff around and then like, you know, an hour later, you're finally recording that inspiration's gone. It's gone. As (laughs) as dumb as that sounds, it's, it's the different parts of the brain. Yeah. So you got to be able to be like, Oh, I got to just literally start playing right now. And so that's why I've been trying to get this right so that I can just play when the inspiration hits and I don't have to like, anyway, it's frustrating, but dude, what else are you nerding out on? Well, other than Star Wars and the home theater and stuff. Yeah. Well, we are currently on, on the other show, Tomorrow's Legends. We are revisiting some of the older seasons. So we're, oh, nice. we're kind of having a bit of a, a, a nostalgic trip down memory lane for good old Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. Like that. Yeah. Because everything's on hold right now. Superman and Lois is on hold. Stargirl got canceled. Yeah. I mean, all, everything's, it's, it's just crazy. So I'm upset about Stargirl. Yeah. It, it was a good show. It, it was good, but it, it struggled. It had, it had some things that I really had trouble with it. Um, mm. But anyway, I mean, three seasons, I think was good for it. I, I, sure. Maybe a fourth season would have been good to wrap things up a little bit better, but yeah, it, it's all right. Um, other than, other than the actual podcasting, I love, I've, I've, love flying my drones. I got two drones mm. now. So I just, I just love getting them out. You, you got a camera in the sky and you got a bird's eye view. Like you always hear that, that saying, Oh, it's a bird's eye view. Well, now you know what it's actually like to be a bird in the sky Yeah, and fly around and look down on the world from above. And it's, it's such an amazing escape and sense of adventure to be up there yeah. and flying around. Cause those, the, the, the drones nowadays, they can fly like six kilometers away and you can still see the, the video transmission they're sending back. So you, know, you can go up through the mountains and do all kinds of stuff. It's just, it's wonderful. I love flying the drones for sure. That's cool. We were uh, actually able to attend a football game in the suite, but once in a while we are gifted tickets in a suite, which is beautiful and wonderful. And it, it's so fun, man. What was really cool though, is they kept showing that drone view of the stadium and everything. And I was like, this is such a cool perspective. So I, I hear you on the drone thing where you're just like, oh man, I, oh, I kind of want to get one, <laughs> but I probably won't. Do you ever uh, drone yourself as you're, uh, there you go. There's, there's an, a verb for you. Do you ever drone yourself while you're, you're riding your sea-doo? Uh, not the sea-doo, but I have had it out. We were out at a friend's cabin water skiing and stuff. So I did have the drone on the boat chasing us while we were water skiing. Oh, cool. And that was pretty cool. I did lose one though. I've actually had to replace it. I was... I was trying to circle around the water skier and the drone hit the ski rope oh, no. and went right in the lake. Oh no. <laughs> okay. The, yeah. The that's rope bad. is so thin. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's still the footage you get there, get out there in the lake and just chasing the boat and you come zooming down with the drone. It's, it, it was a lot of fun. So that's cool. Yeah. I have not brought it out with the sea yet. Cause that, that's a little too much, uh, 
controlling the drone and driving the Sea-Doo at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But there is a follow follow me feature that you can have on it. So you can target yourself okay. and then have it chase you around. So Dang, I'll get out cool. there to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that'll be cool. Well, and especially too, when you don't have the the ropes at that point too, you're just kind of following around. That's true. At that point, it should that's be true. okay as long as it doesn't run into something else. But you know what's fun is when you're out riding your your bike somewhere, I've had it chase me on the bike quite often. Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. And they've got really good obstacle avoidance now. So you, even if you're going down a bike path and you're winding through trees and stuff, they do pretty good at following you. Interesting. It's pretty neat to see it zip in and out of all the tree branches and, and try to keep up with you. So yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, you know, shout out to Lord Thunder again. His He has a YouTube channel, by the way, too now. And it's he does mountain biking and stuff like that too. So uh, maybe he's he's using a GoPro 12, I want to say, the Hero Black one, I want to say his filming, he films a lot of his, his rides and stuff. And it's very interesting because I don't do the mountain biking like he does, but man, a drone chasing him, that would be awesome. There's some guy they did. I I don't know if you've ever seen those downhill mountain bike races, like down in South America, Brazil, where they, Mm -hmm. you know, how Brazil, like Rio de Janeiro is built all the way up the mountain and it's just building after building. They have a bike race where the guys race through the city all the way down the stairwells and down the side streets from the top of the mountain to the bottom and they had, there's a guy that had a drone chase him all the way down. Oh, and wow. It is some of the craziest footage I've ever seen. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. I feel <laughs> like you could have a lot of fun with that, especially like if you're driving too, and then the police cut, catch you and you've got like footage, bird's eye view <laughs> footage of the, of the car chase. Dude, you know, it was, you it was funny. I was on my way to Pilates the other day and I saw a motorcycle cop and I thought, mm-hmm. oh, he's going to pull somebody over. And then all of a sudden his lights go on and I'm like, oh crap, he's pulling me over. No, wait, I'm not speeding. <laughs> Never mind. And then he pulls somebody over and it was great. Came out of Pilates and I'm like, I wonder if he's still out there. And uh, yeah, he was out there. He pulled someone else over and I was like so close and I was, oh, I want to roll my window down. Killer boots, dude. My worry about that is will they laugh and be like, thank you? Or will they pull you over? Because it's meant in good fun and out of respect. It's not meant to like piss him off. It's going to depend on the cop. Right? I know, I know. So yeah. I, I, I with... <laughs> I withdrew my, my thought and <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs> but man, Love the hat, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, what was funny though, is that he looked exactly like the cop in star Trek four when they're asking, you know, like where the nuclear vessels are. Oh, he, I mean, oh. I'm not kidding. When I walk, when I drove by him, I was like, Whoa, not kidding. Exactly. <laughs> with the mustache and the sunglasses and everything. And I thought, Whoa, that's him. Wow. wow. I'm in a star Trek movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can I get you back, man? Like it's, it's because it's been six years. Are you willing That's to, crazy. are you willing to come I, back more frequently periodically? Yeah. If you need a guest spot, sure. Oh, I'm Why always, not? always happy to talk with you. I mean, yeah, you're, we can, you're famous now. You've been the last of us. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Start selling my autographs. You got, you got a store on your website. Exactly. <laughs> You'll be like uncredited. That's your, yeah. <laughs> start signing that. You're right. Cause I don't think I wasn't even in the credits. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's a Probably wood not. cutting guy. Yeah, exactly. I'm not there. Yeah, Yeah, I was the, uh, and I've said this before, I was the guy who almost got to be an extra on Starship Troopers. And, uh, you know, almost it doesn't count in this world in life. So it was too bad, but it would have been cool. I was hoping that I could have been one of the guys that was stabbed by a bug. (laughs) (sighs) Just That would have been fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're going to do this more and, and we'll talk more too because of your, you know, amazing connections with TV shows still. I'm really glad I don't do a TV show podcast anymore because for whatever reason, talking about TV shows in and out kind of ruined the experience for me. 
Um, that happens for some podcasters that cover TV shows. Yeah, it's well, just common. And because of the the multi-passionate you know, personality here, I have just too many things I want to watch at the same time. But I'll tell you what, I still love, love watching and diving into TV shows. And so, man, yeah. uh, we, we can still talk that at any point. And Superman and Lois, I would talk about that. The last season was kind of an interesting one for me. And so many things like that. Oh, oh I was going to mention this really quick. Oh. I'm finally finishing up the last season of Titans. Okay. You're ahead of me then. I'm still behind on that one. Oh, okay. I won't say anything then. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> there was something in there that kind of uh, was very, very interesting to me and it was very surprising and I did not know that that was going to happen. And so, right. Okay. Well, whenever you get to that episode, dude, where's my gar? That's the episode. When you get to that one, <laughs> <laughs> let me know and we'll chat. Cause for sure. It was for cool. Sure. Superman and Lois. I mean, the, the finale for season three was uh, like, uh, it's amazing. They pulled that out of their hat on a TV show. Yeah. Let me just say that. Yeah. I mean, you bring in doomsday. Are you kidding me? Doomsday yeah. on a TV show. I know. Insane. Yeah. Season three, as much as I appreciate what they did with the story, I think they spent a little too much time on Lois's story and yeah. it was just hard to watch. Even though, again, good, it needs to be addressed. I, I applaud them for doing it, but it was difficult. I don't know, about two-thirds of the way through the season that I finally was like, okay, now I'm really into it again. It was still a great season overall. I still think, for me, season one was the best. I think they had to do that because it is called Superman and Lois. They can't focus everything on just Superman and Clark. It's, oh, have that's to, fine. They had to give Lois her own story. But you know what I really did like? Because I loved Pia. That character was amazing. Yeah. And the actress was phenomenal in playing that part. I wish she had a stuck around and didn't, you know, yeah, have her true. demise. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with that. And, yeah. you know, I, I love it when they focus on the kids too, Jonathan and, um, uh, oh my gosh, why am I spacing his name? Jordan. Jordan. Thank you, Jonathan and Jordan. Yep. I appreciate their storylines too. So, no, I'm glad it's not just about Clark and Superman because actually it, it is more interesting this way. But well, I, it's a family. It, I mean, yeah. that's what the whole basis of the show is, is what is Superman like as a family man in his forties? Yeah. We, we've never seen that before. So, which I love. And that's, yeah. I think that's what drew me into the show. And then that's what I loved so much about season one is that it was about the whole family. Yeah. So it's good, but yeah, we'll talk more. Yeah. Well, thank you. Okay. Sure. So once again, uh, tell us what your podcasts are, how we can, you know, get in touch with you and all that. Well, Tomorrow's Legends is the superhero based one. We're currently revisiting Legends of Tomorrow season three. and. If you're a fan of Stargirl and uh, Superman and Lois, then check it out for our coverage on that. And then the Mandalore podcast is the Star Wars one, which is covers all Disney Plus shows. So we've we've done everything. We've done Obi Wan Kenobi. You know, we're doing Ahsoka, and we did, of course, the Mandalorian. And yeah, we've Andor, covered all, all those. Yep. Andor, we did that one as well. Yeah. yeah. So check out the Mandalore podcast. I love it. I'm glad you're doing all yeah. Star Wars shows and not just Mandalorian because I feel like so many podcasts just kind of get stuck in. Let's just only cover that. But I'm like, no, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, well, dude, thank you for being on cool, and we'll do this again. And yeah. and yeah. Oh, always fun. Sure. Let me know, man. It's been fun and been good to be back. Oh, you know what the music means. Yep. None of us do. None of us do. It's one of those mysteries in life that I don't think we'll ever figure out. But thanks for joining me. That was so much fun. The Flash, a.k.a. Cyber Ren. Thank you for joining me and having fun. This was a good time. Hey, realbrianshow.com. Love to hear from you. Tell me what you're nerding out on. TRB at realbrianshow.com. Have a glorious week. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.